guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about something deep and personal, and we might get uncomfortable sometimes. So let's just dive in and get ready for this ride. This one is something that I'm still trying to figure out, and I honestly want to record this partly for myself. And this is a note and a conversation for all of our single friends or people who are in relationships or situationships, um, we don't discriminate, who may just feel really discouraged about dating. And you may be wondering, you know, I see a lot of my friends getting engaged or posting on their Facebook pictures of themselves with their, you know, fiancés. And you know a lot of people in relationships and you're like, where is my person? And you're getting so discouraged from swiping on the dating apps, talking about your favorite color, and then coming home and then ghosting each other mutually. And you're just like, when does this ever end? When does the madness ever end? And it just can feel so frustrating because we feel this societal pressure to find our person. And we like to be with people We like to feel in love and giddy and excited about being with somebody, but sometimes it just doesn't happen because it takes time. And we get increasingly discouraged and frustrated. And so this is going to be just a free-flowing conversation, discussion, rant about singlehood. And perhaps we're going to leave this with a new mindset about being single. So I'm recording this before I'm going to one of my best friends, Bachelorette in Turks and Caicos. And I'm really excited because I've never been to Turks and Caicos. I've never been to a Bachelorette party. And this is one that I actually helped organize, which I'm so excited for because I think it's gonna be such a fun weekend with these amazing girls that I'm excited to just hang out with. We haven't seen each other or been together since years. And this is one of my best friends from college. And she is just such an incredible person. I'm so happy for her. She's truly found this pure and genuine and great love. And so I'm really excited to celebrate with her. And eventually, later this year, celebrate her and her you know, soon-to-be husband in their wedding. But all of this and a lot of other things have gotten me to think, you know, I'm in a very, very, very far place from being close to getting married. And I felt this way for a while. Obviously, in the past, I would have dated people. You know, some of them have been longer term relationships. Some of them are shorter term situationships. It's been like a wide spectrum of different types of statuses. But there are some days where I'm just like, it's so frustrating to be single. And a part of it is like, well, we should always be happy alone too. You know, like I know deep down, it's really important to be comfortable enjoying our lives as a single person, it's really important to always 
put ourselves first and find happiness within ourselves. And I get that. And I know we probably all know that. But on top of that, it's still not easy to just have this vision for yourself. And then, uh, you know, the reality, it's like that Instagram versus reality. Instagram is like, oh, I can't wait to jet around the world with my loved person. But then the reality is you're sitting at home in your gym clothes and you're like, okay, John and Steve were nice people, but no. And then you go on these dating apps or whatever and you're just like, no. And then who knows? Like these are all hypotheticals, right? And you're just like, oh, like it's just so hard sometimes to find somebody that you click with. And so for anyone who is listening to this and you're in a relationship, I think that's beautiful because when you find somebody that you genuinely, genuinely care about and they care about you and they're your best friend and you guys have this amazing, supportive, happy, healthy relationship, I think that is so rare and maybe it's not rare. Maybe just I'm just in a very pessimistic mindset right now, but I think that's really beautiful. And if you have that, I think that's something to not be taken lightly. Relationships are a lot of work. And so to get to a point where you've built something together, it's like you're building a house together and you put in a lot of time, a lot of effort, good times, bad times, and you're building a future together. And that's really, that's honestly really admirable and exciting. But for some of us, um, you know, life is good, obviously in general, but we're still trying to figure out like a lot of things, you know, what we want in a relationship, who we vibe with, we try, it's trial and error. And unfortunately, it's often a numbers game where we have to constantly go out, go on dates, and then one by one, we have to like cross them off the list. Like, nope, John's not the one, Bob's not the one, Robin's not the one, Batman's not the one. And then we're like, all right, back to square one. But this is not just going to be a rant about the frustrations of being single. Because here's the thing. It is in general so hard to find a person that's the right fit, especially if you know yourself, you are a very special and particular person. You have your own very unique personality, unique background and upbringing and you have very specific needs and wants. And it's not going to just take a rando on the street to fulfill those emotional needs and romantic needs of yours. It's just a matter of fact that it's not going to be easy to find that person. And I'm not trying to sound like a Debbie Downer on purpose, but just statistically, because you are so special as a person. It's going to be hard to find another person that's just as special that can meet your and complement your specific level of specialness. And in a sense, that's a compliment because the more unique and different and special you are, it's going to take longer 
for you to find that very unique and special person who will compliment you. Now, let's just say hypothetically, you're more just like easygoing or you're more like, you know, you're just happier with fewer particulars. Then it might be easier to find another person who meets your needs. And that's good too, because you guys will both be able to meet each other's needs more easily. But when you have a stronger personality, perhaps, and more particular needs and wants, then it's just going to be harder to find somebody that meets those needs of yours because they're so unique in particular. It makes sense, right? That you are just, you know, out there and different and and that's beautiful, right? You should never ever dull yourself or change yourself to be in a relationship with anybody. And so knowing that, just know that it's going to naturally need to take time for you to find somebody that matches you. And so yes, it's going to be really frustrating sometimes when we're on the dating apps, we're talking about our favorite colors, we're going on all these dates, we're putting in time to look cute, and then it doesn't go well. That's okay. Because that just means that, you know, this is this is part of the process of you eventually going out and meeting more and more people who could potentially be the right person. And when you think about it, it's better to find out early on if somebody isn't a good match for you rather than wait it out, you know, just be with them for the sake of being with them. And then 10 months could pass or you guys might even get married and you guys realize, oh no, this isn't a good match because we can't have a good conversation or we just have very different ways of managing conflict, right? At that point, if you've invested more and more time and energy into this and it just isn't a good match, then you're going to leave that feeling, oh my gosh, like it's just going to be way more difficult to break out of that. And especially if you get married, getting a divorce, I hear at least, I've never been divorced. It's just going to be way more emotionally charged and difficult and probably more financially difficult. So when you think about it, it's really good actually to be picky early on, to have higher standards and to filter out the people that you meet so that you save yourself a lot of heartache and pain down the line. On top of this, I think it's really important to also not settle. If you are single and you're going out on a lot of dates and slowly you feel discouraged and you're like, man, this sucks. You know, I want a plus one to this wedding or I want to be able to like tell people that I'm dating this really cute guy or hot guy. It's better to not settle and be with the person for the sake of dating somebody or because you like the idea of dating somebody because then you're just going to be in a subpar situation and you know that you can't leave that or be in that happy. So it's almost like if you could go to a restaurant and they're saying you have to choose either to eat this meal that isn't that flavorful or isn't your favorite type of food or leave 
and you can go home and make your own food by yourself that fits your exact specifications. You would rather, hopefully in that case, decide to one, save the money and just go home and make something that you like. Maybe this isn't the best metaphor, but like the point is, is you don't want to sign up for something that you just know isn't right or you just know in your gut doesn't feel right. Just because you're in this beautiful restaurant and a lot of people are eating at it. Okay, in retrospect, maybe this isn't the best metaphor because I love going to restaurants and sometimes you just go for the vibes. But I think you guys know my point, which is we don't want to sign up for something we know isn't going to make us happy just because we think we will like it or just because we want to like it. And it's hard. It's easier said than done because I think it's so fun to have a companion and somebody to talk to on a consistent basis, go out on cute dates with. But sometimes you go on these dates and you feel there's something lacking or you're spending time with this person and you feel like there's something lacking and there's this nagging feeling in you and you just can't really put your finger on it, but you just know in your gut that it's not the right person. And it could be especially challenging, especially if this person is so great in other aspects. Like, let's just say this person looks so cute or physically attractive or on paper, they're so, they look like they are well-educated or they have a good job and they live in a good part of the city. And you're like, oh, in my dream world, I would have loved to have been able to make this work and be with this person because they seem like they would be the great, like the best boyfriend or girlfriend. And there are all these other great things about them. Like maybe they are really fun or they're really exciting or they're really chill and you really like chill people. But for some reason, when you're actually together and you're spending time with each other, you're just like, man, there's no spark and there's just no connection. Like you say something or you tell them a story, you tell them a punchline and they just they just don't respond. And you're like, what? Or it could be reversed, right? They tell you something. They're like, oh, I want to tell you about sports or I want to tell you about like this like cat that I rescued. And you're like, well, first of all, I don't like sports. And also I'm a dog person. And you're just like, your eyes are glazing over. You're thinking about what you want to eat for the next day. And you're just like, this is, this is just not it in your gut. And then a part of you wants to write it out and and say, maybe things will get better. Because even though like the last two or three dates were really boring because this person is so great, In other aspects, maybe it'll get better. But the truth is, you can't change a person. And we shouldn't expect to change a person in a relationship. So if early on, you're already feeling like this person and you yourself as a person together aren't a vibe, babe, that is a sign. It's a sign you shouldn't ignore. Because yes, like, You guys can get to know each other better and hang out more, but the truth is you can't change each other as fundamental humans and fundamental 
values and interests that you guys both have. So the more you hang out, the more they might want to talk about sports or cats, or you might want to talk about, I don't know, like selling sunset and they hate reality TV. And then you're always going to feel like there's a part of yourself that you just can't fully show or fully be. And maybe like on top of that, you tell them very deep personal things and they just don't know what to say. And you're like, okay, uh, am I ducking into a wall? And then it's just like, well, what's the point, right? If you can't really talk about everything under the sun as good friends and be there to support each other or, you know, share these memories and experiences with each other, then like, what's the point, right? Because when you think about it, a person can look so great on paper. And for example, you can look so great on paper to this other person. But if you guys imagine a future where you guys are no longer that physically attractive and you guys are no longer like even employed, maybe you guys are retired and on a couch as 50-year-olds or maybe 60-year-olds because we retire later now. But you're just sitting there and you're like staring at each other and you're just like, God, I hope Bob does not talk about football. I just don't want to talk to him right now. That's not a good sign. Because when everything else fades and let's just say you you take out all of the shiny, cool things like, I don't know, like looks, like popularity, like money and job and blah, 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 and all the parties. Fundamentally, at the end of the day, you have each other as human beings. Could you stand each other? Could you enjoy time together? Because isn't that the point of marrying, finding a life partner that you can see yourself with in the good, bad, boring times? And if the answer is no, then yeah, babe, that's that's a sign. That's a sign that this is not your person. And it's going to really suck, I admit, when you feel like there's this idea of a person but that idea of the person doesn't match reality. It, it just feels like such a dissonance and it feels like such an internal conflict and it really, really sucks. But like we said earlier, it's better to be honest early. It's better to be really, really brutally honest early and part ways peacefully and hopefully maturely and, and peacefully, right? Rather than feel like you need to be in a situation that you know is not going to work out long term just because you want to be in a relationship or you want to be in a situationship, you know, whatever. Because then down the line, it's just going to end like you knew it would, but it would have been filled with more like downs than it would have needed to. And so this also reminds me of a conversation I had with a friend today and she is a little bit older than me. Um, she was in three marriages. So she's in her third marriage now and she's an incredible person and she was able to be super open with me. She said she learned a lot through her relationships and she basically told me like you as a woman may feel this pressure to date and marry at a certain age. But it's not always going to be easy to find that forever person. I mean, for her, it took 
two marriages to find her person. And now they're happier than ever. Sometimes you find that person way, way, way down the line through a lot of trials and errors and a lot of pain and heartache. But when you find that person at the very end, it's going to feel so natural and so great. And it would have been like, you couldn't have even imagined how great that relationship or relationships could be until you meet that person. And it's hard to be patient. It's like, you know, when we're free on a Friday night or we're free on a weekend, we want to go to a party and meet people. And it's almost like it's like this internal mission to, to find this person. You know, when work is going well or when we're happy with our friends, it's just like, okay, the next thing I want to work on is to find that person. But sometimes we can't really plan for when we find that person. It might take two marriages. It might take five marriages. And it might take a billion dates until we find that person. And then, boom, that person is going to come out of nowhere randomly. And it's going to be the most infuriating and also funniest and greatest things ever when we're just like at that point where we've been on like a billion hinge dates and we're like so exhausted and we're so tired and we're like, finally, I don't need a man or I don't need a woman. And I'm just happy by myself. And I have a great life for myself. I don't need nobody. Then that random person comes in and they're like, hey, can I get you a margarita? And you're like, um, sure. You're like, you're like skeptical because you're like so done with dating. But then you go to the bar and you have a drink with this rando. And then you realize, wow, you can talk about the smallest thing and you guys have the best banter and you are laughing your head off and you're like, oh my gosh, I just like really like this person and I've only met him or her for 30 minutes. And then that might lead to more dates and who knows, a life together. And it's so ironic because I guess what I'm trying to say from that uh, hypothetical story is when we're really frustrated at being single, it just, we're just, it's just hard to find people that we vibe with and we like. But then when we're at a point where we're just like done and we're like, oh, we're good with being single. We're like happy by ourselves. We've come to terms with the idea of living a life by ourselves forever. Then that person comes in and then we fall in love. And then we're like, oh my gosh, why does life work like this? Like I was planning on living by myself and becoming a dog mom, but now I want to get married to this person. And it's so funny and ironic how that happens. So to add to that, I think when we're really frustrated with being single, it's perhaps a good indication that there's a big opportunity for us to live our best lives. Like we haven't peaked in our best selves yet. Because when we're peaking in our best selves, like we are truly happy with who we are and we are okay being alone. We won't be frustrated with being single. Like we'll be like, oh, I don't mind going to a grocery store or going on a trip or spending a weekend by myself eating takeout, watching Selling Sunset. Um, 
yeah, I, I love that show. Um, then we won't be so frustrated. And so perhaps being frustrated being single is truly a sign that we're just not the happiest by ourselves yet. Once we get to a point when we're really happy with ourselves and the life we're leading, then we won't be frustrated. We'll be like, whatever. We'll be like, I-D-G-A-F, you know, like I'm happy for my friends and relationships. I'm happy just sitting on my couch, you know, going to the bar, drinking with my friends, doing my own thing. And then when we live our fullest life, as they say, good energy attracts good energy. And then one day you're going to randomly go to this bar and then that person's going to come to you or you're going to be confident and okay going to them because you're like, I have nothing to lose. Then it's just all going to fall into place and then it's just going to work out. I think we're frustrated when we're being when we're single because we're frustrated at the idea of being alone. And we don't like that. We're just like, I don't like being alone. I want to be with somebody. And then it's just like, well, when you're not happy with yourself, it's just so happy. It's so hard to be happy with anyone. And so, it, it, yeah, it's it's a catch 22. Maybe I'm in this rant because, yeah, I, I admit, you know, there's a lot of things I can still work on. And this chapter is called Work in Progress. Still haven't figured it out, but, you know, that's okay. We're working on it, you know. There's a lot of opportunities for us as single people to live our best lives. And I know it sounds cheesy and corny, but whatever. You know, if I need to be sent to the, <laughs> the like, cheesy police, that's okay. But anyway, so... As single people, there's a lot of opportunity for us to figure out things for ourselves when we're frustrated and to, for example, work on our own personal goals. And in the past, I would get really annoyed when my friends would, would say that to me. They'd be like, oh, babe, just like work on yourself when I was like frustrated being single. I'd be like, well, I feel like I've been working on myself for like so long. I'd be like defensive and, and get like agitated. But in retrospect, they were so right. I just... I just don't want to admit it. Like when I'm frustrated being single or the idea of being single, it's usually because like there's some aspects of my life that I'm not happy with yet. And like, I'm just going to say like, I feel really grateful for the life I have. I feel like it would be really ungrateful and spoiled of me and be like, oh, you know, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like all these things, I'm like healthy. I'm happy. I have a great family, friends. And to be like, now, well, Life sucks, you know, like it could be much, much worse. I know, but there's definitely a part of me deep down that still wants to grow and achieve some personal goals and find more happiness within myself, like find more hobbies, find more passions, like eat, get even healthier, you know, like ran one mile today, maybe tomorrow run two. You know, so there's a part of me that's just also like, man, Shannon, if you're frustrated with being single, like, babe, you you just got to work on yourself, you know, and get to a point. It's like an evolution. It's like, God, I, I, I don't know why I keep on thinking about Pokemon every time I think about evolution, but it's like a metamorphosis, right? It's like you start off being frustrated. Stage two 
is you're so busy living your life, doing your own thing that you forget about being single. And then the last stage or stage three is you're just finally happy with being single. And who knows, maybe for some of us, myself included, we get to stage three and we just stay at stage three and that's okay. Like we can get to a point where we're so happy being by ourselves. We fulfill our own needs. It's like Miley Cyrus's flower song. Good for Miley. She's always been, she's always been somebody like deep down I've admired, even though sometimes I'm like, that girl's crazy, but she's very smart. She's a very smart girl. Flowers. Exactly. We get to stage three. We buy ourselves flowers. We take ourselves out on dates. We just are fearless and live our own lives the way we want it to. And that's great. And maybe we will ride into the sunset by ourselves. And like, okay, maybe that sounds sad, but when you think about it, that's much better living your own exciting, fun, single life than being in a relationship, maybe even marriage where you're like fighting all the time or, you know, Bob's talking about, I don't know, his socks and you're talking about, you know, I don't know, like your dresses and and you guys are just not seeing eye to eye. It's like, would you rather be partying on the beach by yourself or with your friends single or, you know, at a restaurant with your significant other and just like bickering and just like feeling super bored? Like, honestly, yeah. When you put it that way, being by yourself and single sounds so much more fun. And so that's, you know, a very fun and exciting possibility of just living your own best life and not settle and not being in a relationship that doesn't work for you just because you feel that pressure to be in a relationship. On top of this, I was watching Selling Sunset. Yes, and uh, there's actually a lot lot of uh, interesting life lessons from this show. I highly recommend it if, if you haven't seen it. But one of the main characters, her name is Chriselle. She was in some pretty high profile relationships with these attractive, successful men. She ended up finding true love like completely unexpectedly with a woman. And in the past, she was, you know, she said she was only into men, but she found love unexpectedly with a woman. And she said she realized it was about the energy of this person, the vibe. She, she's never felt happier, more supported, more cared for. And I'm just like, good for you, Chriselle. That honestly is so inspiring because honestly, I can't even imagine. First of all, I've never been interested in women, but I can't even imagine as a straight woman being brave enough to venture into a whole new world and then openly, publicly just like admit that, hey, I found love in a completely 180 degree way. And there might be a lot of people questioning her or judging her. And she's just like, you know what? No, I'm living my own life for me. You know, F the haters. This is who I love. And I'm just like, that takes a lot, in my opinion, a lot of courage and confidence and knowing herself. So I'm happy for her. So all this to say is, who knows? We could ride into the sunset by ourselves, living our best, healthy, happy lives, or we could find love in a completely 
180 degree way. Maybe we'll find love in a way that we never expected. Now, I, I don't know if I would ever like a girl, but I guess that example is to say, you never know. Now, I, I don't want to like end this saying, oh, I'm going to marry a woman too. But I'm just saying like the future is uncertain, but it's bright. Like who knows where we're going to find love? I'm, I could ride into the sunset single or find a, a, a guy next tomorrow. But anyway, I'll conclude this uh, with if you are listening to this and you have been feeling frustrated by being single or in the past you felt frustrated by being single, you are not alone. And it's completely understandable, but just know that it's actually a compliment that you are not just settling. It's a compliment to you and you know your worth and you know what you want by not settling and being in a subpar relationship. And you have high standards and you should. You should have high standards and you should be picky, especially early in the dating game. And so in a sense, you're doing it right. You're doing it right by protecting your energy and your time, and by being picky. And eventually, when we get to a point where we're happy at the thought of being by ourselves and doing our own thing and not worrying about what other people think, we might unexpectedly find love. And so I wish us all happiness and the best of luck and like I said, if we end up running into the sunset alone or finding love in completely unexpected ways, that's that's also awesome. So thanks for listening, guys. I hope you guys had fun listening to this. I do love you guys a lot. Follow the podcast on No Plans the Podcast on Instagram because that would make me happy and If you'd like, you can follow the podcast on Spotify for more episodes. And until next time, bye-bye.